Hello, listeners. So why are you here? Why? Is it because you saw our wonderful description? Is it because you have nothing better to do? Or is it because you actually want to be here? Shocking. Either way, we're just glad you're here. Right now, you're listening to someone who returned to school. A teenage artist. And a foreign student. And here are the stories of why we are here. Right now, you're listening to the guy who returned to school. I am actually close to 30. I um, I returned to school after being a sales manager for about four years while working for six or seven. Can't even remember now. Um, since I was young, you know, ultimately, I wanted to be in films. But you know, Asian parents, they won't let me go into arts initially. So unfortunately, I still study financial mathematics because I'm close to 30 and I needed a security. But I like the arts, and I wanted the opportunity, so right now, I'm starting a podcast. Hello, fellow listeners. I am the Teenage Artist. Before applying to TMU, I took a gap year, and throughout the gap year, I learned how to play the electric guitar, and I worked, and yeah. Now I'm here, and I think that this program will help me combine all of my interests within the arts in the best way possible. Um, I hope to one day work in the film industry as well as the music industry. Hi, I'm the foreign student. I came to Canada three years ago and I'm originally from Venezuela. I've always been interested and passionate about arts and that's why I'm here in the media production program here at TMU. Um, I've always loved everything that's arts related. Film, music, books, anime, K-pop, you name it, anything. Um, so to sum it all up, I love stories and learning from others. So um, both this program and this podcast offer me just that. And maybe by listening to the story of why we are here, you may figure out why you are here. I'm the guy returning back to school, and my name is Alex. It's the teenage artist, and I'm Nuha. And I'm the foreign student. My name is Naila. Today's random ass topic. Should parents beat their kids? Ooh, I love it. Getting right into it. Personally, I feel like it's definitely a generational thing, at least for like the age group that my parents are in. I think that since they were raised in an environment where they did like spank kids and everything, it just made sense for them to carry on that behavior. Um, in my case, I was like, I was like hit, but it stopped at like a certain age, like at 11, 12. I've always been like a very goody two shoes in that kind of way, so it just stopped. And But my brother's case is completely different. Like he still gets hit and, I mean, not like that. Actually, his stopped like recently now. But I think it depends on the kid. And I also think it depends on which generation your parents are from. Because at least for me, I would never hit my kids no matter like even if they're like a quote-unquote problem child I don't think I would ever do it but again I think if I was raised in an environment where it was agreed that that should be something you should do then my outlook would be different but yeah that's pretty much my take on it and I don't agree with it just to make that clear uh I personally think parents shouldn't beat their kids simple as that like granted I got beat and uh I didn't turn out that well like so you know what's the point right like what's the point um, ultimately, I think for the reason for parents to be their kids, right? Like two reasons for them. One is to ultimately discipline their kids. Obviously, like this is a general accepted answer. And two is to vent their own anger. 
you know, like it's it's a、uh, self like it's a personal like selfish reason, but you know, it is a reason nevertheless. <laughs> it's the first episode, man. I don't I don't want to create a bad image. <laughs> but yeah.、Um, anyways, like I said, two reasons. One, they want discipline their kids, and two, you know, for to vent their own anger, which both of them are problematic. Therefore, they shouldn't. First,、uh, it's. Discipline their kids is problematic because ultimately psychology has shown that、um, reward is a much better motivator than、uh, punishment. You know, which obviously by normal psychology, no, generally vast majority of kids, like maybe even like the very very few minor ones, is like, hey, you know, why do it? Why do it? Right. And then second reason, you know, obviously to vent your own anger. Like, why are you doing this to your kids? Why? Just why? Okay, so my take on it is that I don't agree with it. Obviously, I think it's not the way to go because when you hit your kids, kids,、um, you don't create、um, control or like respect. You create fear, and obviously, you create rejection as well. So they're actually not gonna listen to you. Um, and they're probably like it's contradictory. Like it's not the way to go, in my opinion. And personally, I think I now I think the way I do because of my parents or thanks to my parents, because、uh, they never hit me. Like they always、um, find found like another way to deal with me. And I was also a pretty boring kid, so they I feel like they never had the need to actually punish me for something. Because I was way too quiet and like way too respectful, but again, I feel like I was that way because they just talked to me. And I feel like when you talk to your kid, like as a human being, and you make them understand, it's better. Because kids can't understand. So yeah, instead of just punishing them and hitting them,、uh, just treat them like you would treat another human being, and that's it. Like, and they will understand. And like things can also、uh, work that way. So, yeah, I think that's my take on it. Do you wanna? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. On that point about how it just creates fear, I completely agree with that, and I think that it's like the age-old saying.、Um, if you, not saying, I don't know the saying, but it's the common belief of like if you create this scary relationship with your kids, they're just gonna become more sneaky, and figure out more ways to hide things from you, and. I completely agree again with like how there's like no honesty or trust built between、um, the parent and the child, so it's like not even a relationship. Really, it's just based on fear and not being yourself in front of your parents. Like your parents aren't really gonna know you, you know. I was thinking, and it's also like a personality thing, because、um, at least for me, I was like a very quiet and boring kid, like I said, but I was kind of. Sassy, I guess. So like, when my parents said something, like if my mom was like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit you" or something, to just make me scared, which she would do just to,、um, like, try to get me to behave or whatever,、um, I would be like, "Okay, hit me then." Like I would be like, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> And if she even tried to do something, I would be like, "Yeah, that didn't hurt." I was that type of kid.、Mm-hmm. So obviously, if I'm for sure, like I know. That if she tried to do something, I wouldn't be like, okay, that didn't hurt and whatever. And, and I wouldn't have listened to her anyway.、Yeah. I, that would have just created more conflict.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, like it's just everybody, pers- everybody's personality is different. So obviously that method, quote unquote, of hitting your kids is not gonna work for everybody. And at the end of the day, again, you just create fear. 
So, yeah, it doesn't work. Don't do it. <laughs> no, and like, this is a, like, your situation is even more interesting now, saying how you're like, you were sassy. Most parents use that as an excuse to hit the kids. They'd say something like, oh, he, they talk back to me. They don't listen to me. But in your case, even despite that, your parents were like, nah, like, it's not the way to go. Not gonna lie, um, especially my mom. She was like very, very, like she has a very strong character, I guess. Um, so at first we would fight a lot, but all of our fights were like verbal. Like we never, like she never hit me or anything. So yeah, I guess I'm like kind of like a weird case, but it is possible. I am the proof that it is possible to respect your parents without going through all of that trauma. Actually, I find it pretty funny that um, when I started like making friends here, uh, one of the conversations that came up was that, and they were like sharing their stories about how they were hit with like a, um, a like a shoe yeah, yeah. or like uh, anything, literally anything. And I was like, what? Why do you guys think this is so normal? I was like, I was so scared. Like I, I didn't understand so why like, it was so normal. Even in your environment, it wasn't normal? Like no, like really? nobody. Again, I'm an only child, by the way. So like, like your I, friends, like growing up, they weren't hit. Uh no, my friends were. Okay, hit. okay. But okay. like in my environment, it was it wasn't normal because like I, I didn't have brothers that were hit or something. Okay, yeah, Again, yeah, I was yeah. an only child, so so yeah, it was pretty weird to me. But like we never shared, at least with my friends, we never shared any of those stories, to be honest. And then when I hear people talking about it so casually, I'm like, bro, that's literally trauma. Like, why are yeah. you being so casual about it? So, yeah. It's a coping mechanism. I guess so, yeah. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I also have this belief that verbally arguing is something that is healthy. Because if you don't, like, argue, then that also creates that same sense of, like, the parent not letting your child have that trust, like, have the enough trust to, like, yell at them. You know what I mean? Like, arguing... You get both sides of the story. It's like another form of a relationship. Yeah, and I guess it also helps you to build character and also to like form your personality because you're free to express yourself when they let you argue with them. Um, so yeah, I can agree to that. For me, at least like growing up, I was again like a goody two-shoes. So, like I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't voice my opinion because I never felt like I had the opportunity to do that. But then recently, like during my gap year actually, <laughs> um, since I was home all the time, like, obviously, there was more arguments, but I loved that because by the, like, in the moment, obviously, it sucked because I was fighting with my parents, like, every day, but looking back, I'm so glad that happened because that was the only time I felt like my, I was able to say my part, you know? So doesn't your parents just beat you for arguing with them? Nah, again, like I mentioned, like, I don't know if this part picked up in the last recording, but I'm, like, generally around my family, relatives, even like family friends and stuff like I'm known as like the golden child like straight A's you know what I mean like if that's my image and that's how I am so um because of that like okay that plus like over the years of building trust um again like I wasn't really hit like I was when I was like little little but then it stopped because of how I was as a kid so I think my thing was that I wouldn't get hit, but I also, like, when I would get yelled at, because, like, I get yelled at, like, that. It's, like, not normal yelling. Like, that... Yeah, no, no, no. You know no, what I mean? No, no, Asian, <laughs> yeah. I understand what Yeah, you yeah, mean. so the yelling is pretty bad, but my point is that when I was growing up, I wouldn't talk back, ever. But then, 
that created a atmosphere where I felt like I was never heard and I never like the thing is something happened during my gap year which gave me the opportunity to have that opening where I could express my side and I think the reason they didn't beat me for that was a because I was like 18 like you know at that point and B, I think it's also a sexism thing where I was a girl, so it'd be oh, okay. kind of, you no, know. No, 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 that makes sense. I think definitely if I was a guy, I would get hit, like slapped <laughs> everything, but I wasn't. Like when you mentioned the golden child thing, yeah. I was going to say, like, a topic is like, don't you think that's like that idea of the golden child and everything is it's toxic? Up. It's, it's so really toxic, it really fucked, fucked up. up. It's like, yeah. Okay, let's say, let's say our story for that. I'm so Yeah, bad. yeah, because I'm, I'm <laughs> okay, okay, I, let's go. I can relate to that yeah, yeah, as yeah. well, but I don't can know you if you. You have to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's okay, a goal. We all can relate. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, I was actually want... going to ask that, actually. It's like, how did it shape you? Like, that was literally my next question. Yeah. It's like, because ultimately, how that would relate to today's thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, why are we here? You know? Because yeah. we're a fucked up golden child who, yes. you know, wants to, like, <laughs> actually do what we do, what we want to do. Because ultimately, you know, as our, like, this is actually, like, a psychological theory, but, like, for like the people who are like attuned to artists right um they generally like they have like this impulse to really go for it because like unlike unlike like the normal people who like you know they want like they're okay with accounting like they're okay with engineering you know like artists have this impulse you know i really should have looked the like the name of the theory up but you know i'll, I'll mention it i'll mention it in the next podcast but like the people who are who would fare well in art who wants to do art you know like they have this impulse with them that like they have to do art otherwise like they're just not comfortable and uh, this is like this is a very common amongst artists like this is a psychological study this is not me like bullshitting you you know i'll, I'll look it up next time but yeah yeah um in my case um since i was my parents only child because like i have half brothers and stuff like that but in my household i was the only one obviously i've always felt the pressure um either because they like unconsciously put it on me or because i put it on myself but either way it's pressure and i felt the pressure to do everything perfectly like academically especially and just in general because it was just I was the golden child and I was like they would compare me to my half brother and half sister and they would always be like oh you're doing things better than they did and whatever and that created obviously uh, pressure um, even though my parents didn't mean to it created it and now like it it has like I don't know if bothered me is the right word for it but like it, right now I'm struggling with like imposter syndrome and that type of thing in uni because of that pressure and because I like I grew up with like being academically validated and all of that um so yeah like it's just that idea and putting that pressure on your child definitely affects them in their future even if you don't mean it like it's just how it happens and that idea is just very messed up and it's just even if they don't mean to like it really it should change that mentality especially for only child people but i feel like also when you have brothers it's messed up because like you get compared i guess 
all the yeah, time, the maybe. Yeah, comparison is like the biggest thing. So maybe that's even worse. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it affects people either way. I agree with the comparing thing. Like that's honestly like the biggest downside to anything. Because like what's really like the thing with Golden Child is uh, like, yeah, like they pra- like they praise you like that that's good, right? But but like the thing is they compare you, you know? Uh, when they do compare you, it's like a realistic standard because ultimately you are going to get outcompeted in some aspect of your life, but you're the golden child. They expect you to be the best at every single aspect. And that's what sucks, you know, like you'll eventually lose. And then it's not even just imposter syndrome. It's like a whole load of things, you know, like uh, I'm not a psychology expert. Like I'm not even going to analyze it here, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, connecting it to what you were saying about like relating it to art specifically, um, for me it was a whole breakdown <laughs> when I realized that what I wanted to do in my life was related to arts because I always knew that, but I was just like, I don't know. My parents wanted me to be a doctor. That's like the classic. And me like, too. Yeah. me too. Yeah, doctor, my- engineer, and like, accounting. yeah, <laughs> like the like the trinity of like classic, you know. Yeah, like, it's just, it happens. I feel like it's POC parents, I guess. But yeah, like, um, they wanted me to be, like, a pediatrician and whatever. And obviously, when I sat down, I was like, okay, guys, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be, like, a filmmaker. Because, like, that's the first thing that I thought I was going to be. And obviously, like, it was a whole breakdown. It was a whole conversation. And when you're, like, the golden child and your golden child goes, like, oh, yeah, I want to go into arts, obviously, they get super worried because we know how the, how hard the industry can be and how hard of a path that is. So, obviously, it puts way more pressure then because you're not only the golden child, but you're also the golden child that wants to pursue something that's very uncertain, I guess, in certain things. Um, and back then, I didn't know. I was like, what, 13 when this happened? And like back then, I had no clue that I was going to end up living in Canada. So obviously, like back in my country, they were even more worried because they were like, mm, girl, you're not going to have like a future here doing that. Thankfully, I moved here and I have way more opportunities now. And now they're pretty good with it and they're super supportive. But back then, it was a whole thing. So... Yeah, it just makes it worse. When you're a golden child, you want to get into arts, it's, like, mm-hmm. way worse. I can, like, completely relate to both of your um, experiences. So, for me, I always was into arts, but my other thing was I was always a really good academic. Like, academically, I was really, really good. And because of that, my parents are like, oh, you should, do, you should become a doctor. Like, if you, obviously, if you have such high grades, like, you should do something like that. And they never even thought of it as a uh, possibility for me to do art. My like ultimate dream was to become an actress, and like I would always say that since I was like little. I've been doing acting lessons, or I used to, um, and like just performing. Like I knew I loved that, but I also love visual arts, and both of those things do not work well in a brown household. So, um, my thing now is that the reason that they're okay with it is because they think I'm good in that way so now that what, fucks mind, me uh, up. Exp- like sort of expand on that what do you mean they're, you're good in that way like no like they think that like they've seen my art like in their eyes like they're like okay you can, you can be successful yeah, as an artist yeah um, you can feed yourself but then my thing now why that screws with me is that with everything I do I'm like well 
nah, I can't do it because it's not good enough. Like, I don't think my parents would think this is good enough. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, wait, but that's another subject. Like Back your, to the golden child. Like your, sorry, just uh, just gonna ask to clarify, but like it's basically your taste is above your skill. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. It's just like, it's just all in my head. Like, I just think no matter what I create, like even if it's like top notch in my head, it'll always be what's the standard for my parents or like, I don't oh, know. Oh, so it's like golden child farts. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, back to the golden child thing. Um, so because I did really well, um, there was always this expectation that I'm going to do something like with the, the three fields that are common. But then what happened was over the years, I realized something's up. Like I'm getting good grades, but it's, t- it's taking me, it's harder for me to gain them than other people. And then I realized I have ADHD and that changed everything because I found this out like recently when I was like 17, 18. And after that, like everything made sense to me. It was amazing, but it was also bad because my parents don't believe that ADHD exists. And the funny part is that my brother also has ADHD, but he's a hyper kind and they completely agree that he has it. I know you guys can't, the audience can't tell right now, but I'm nodding my head over there. <laughs> Just letting But you know. that changed everything. Um, they still, like, don't acknowledge it, but, like, I think that's something that's so common with every golden child experience, every, like, um, thing of, like, being held to a standard. There's always that element of ADHD. Not always, but, like, 90% of the time, it's, like, a common thing that, like, overlaps with everybody's experiences. And Nayla, I think you can add on to that. Yeah, no, definitely. I was going to say that, um, actually, it's, like, super common when they go, when you're, like, a golden child and you're also, um, like, a very good student. With It comes with it, so I guess. But, yeah, when you have that situation, they like, oh, no, you're a good student. You, you can't have ADHD like you have good grades that doesn't make sense and yeah that's not how it works and I guess it's just again a generational thing because um, like people in our parents generation didn't grow up with like the awareness of like mental health issues and all of that that we have now and there were a lot of stereotypes going on not that today they don't exist obviously they do but like I guess it was way worse before so yeah like now it's harder for some parents to actually get rid of that mentality in like all of those stereotypes that they grew up with at least in my case i'm not sure if i have it but honestly it's funny because like ever since i came here like i've been noticing that i might have adhd as well so i guess it is like a very common thing um so yeah like in my parents i talked to my mom at least about it and she was like "Mm, i don't think you do i don't think you have adhd but like she was way more supportive my dad on the other way i have no clue how he's gonna react when i even (laughs) tell him that i i suspect that i have adhd because he he has like a standard for me he he has me like very up there he's like no you're like perfect and i'm like no i'm not (laughs) so probably he's gonna not gonna react this the the best way yeah well uh listeners as you can see that like we all have our issues and uh well stop laughing it's those are issues okay (laughs) no i mean but like you know um whatever like whatever we're good at whatever we're bad at you know there's uh there's expectations and with those expectations you know like that could um come with uh negatives and 
you know, we're despite like how we're being called like the golden child and stuff, you know, like we're not a hundred percent where we are. That's why we're here in arts, you know. We're trying to um, better our lives, figuring out, you know, uh, where we want to be. I just want to put it out there. Um, if you're listening to this and you'd like to talk anytime, my Instagram at is newhabon27. <laughs> Ah, self-advertisement. Very well. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess uh, I can say that shout out to all of the golden child children out there that are into arts or like just in general. Um, yeah, we will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we understand. You're we not understand. the only one. <laughs> ah, yes. It'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a wrap on the first episode. As you can see, this is a very open environment where we just like to have conversations about different topics. In fact, next week, we may or may not be talking about Marvel and DC. There you have it. You're listening to The Hottest Show. What are you still doing here? The show's over. Just kidding, I love you. Again... If you didn't catch it earlier, my at is newhopon27. Peace out.